From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, May 11th. I'm Marco Werman. Today, the Greek debt crisis as a warning to the United States. If we don't rein in our deficit spending, we are going to be in a situation such as Greece in the not-too-distant future, in five to ten years. Also, a U.S. senator outraged by the Pentagon's treatment of veterans with personality disorder discharges. In some cases, they go and demand back the re-enlistment bonuses. Uh, the Defense Department actually goes back and demands their money back. Now, I mean, how much more outrageous can you get? Now this news. BBC News with Ian Purden. The British Prime Minister Gordon Brown has resigned, bringing to an end 13 years of government by the Labour Party. The leader of the Conservative Party, David Cameron, is expected to go to Buckingham Palace shortly to be appointed Prime Minister by Queen Elizabeth. Mr Brown went to the palace within the past half hour to tender his resignation after making this statement to reporters in Downing Street. My constitutional duty is to make sure that a government can be formed following last Thursday's general election. I've informed the Queen's private secretary that it's my intention to tender my resignation to the Queen. In the event that the Queen accepts, I shall advise her to invite the leader of the opposition to seek to form a government. I wish the next Prime Minister well as he makes the important choices for the future. The Conservatives emerged from last week's inconclusive election as the biggest party, but without a majority in Parliament. They've been talking to the third-placed Liberal Democrats on a political deal to sustain the new government and have just completed a five-and-a-half-hour negotiating session. No details have been given so far. Here with his assessment of the culmination of five days of political drama in Britain is our correspondent Rob Watson. So it's the end of an era. After 13 years of new Labour government, it's all change. When the end came, it appeared to come quickly. Gordon Brown emerged from Downing Street to make his brief and emotional farewell before tendering his resignation to the Queen after the short drive to Buckingham Palace. He will soon be followed to the palace by David Cameron, Britain's next Prime Minister. So ahead lies something quite different. A new government, possibly a formal coalition, that will now have to take on the huge economic challenges facing the country and the challenge of working together. The Obama administration is to break up a government agency that oversees offshore drilling in response to last month's devastating Gulf Coast oil spill. The Interior Secretary, Ken Salazar, is expected to announce that the agency, the Minerals Management Service, will be divided into two parts, separating the task of monitoring oil rig safety from that of overseeing leases for drilling and the collection of royalties. The change comes as U.S. senators have begun questioning executives of the BP oil company at a hearing into last month's disaster. Pope Benedict, who's visiting Portugal, has made some of his strongest comments yet on the scandals involving paedophile priests in the Roman Catholic Church. The Pope said the Church had to acknowledge the terrifying truth that the greatest threat it faced came from sin within the Church. He told journalists forgiveness could not be a substitute for justice. The Pope was beginning his visit with an open-air mass in Lisbon before an anticipated 160,000 people. During his visit, he's expected to address the social problems caused by the crisis. World News from the BBC. 
The French Parliament has unanimously adopted a resolution condemning the full-face Islamic veil, or burqa. The resolution is not legally binding, but correspondents say full legislation banning the veil is expected to be introduced in July. Opponents have warned that such a move could be unconstitutional and could stigmatise France's Muslim minority, which, at an estimated five to six million, is the largest in Europe. Reports from Moscow say a group of Somali pirates who were captured by the Russian Navy last week and then unexpectedly set free are now thought to be dead. The nine pirates were captured by Russian forces a day after they hijacked a Russian tanker in the Gulf of Aden. James Rogers has the story. Once the Russian Navy had raced to the rescue of the tanker's crew, they had to decide what to do with the pirates. They were reported to have released them.